Hey guys, um, it's just Eli here today. Uh, Charlie is not with me. <laughs> so, um, I am going to do a little explanation and introduction here. Um, if you haven't listened to the first episode, please go listen to that now. I promise it will make so much more sense. So, um, me and Charlie originally intended on posting on the weekends or Fridays with our podcast so that you guys could listen to it during the week, but we didn't get an opportunity to film that because um, when we were meant to film it with Max, um, I was in a manic episode. Uh, this lasted for about six of the 24 hours we were together, and then I crashed from it and was in a bit of a depressive episode. So we could not film, and I apologise for that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, to a cheerier note, uh, let's go on with the podcast. Hey, so um, a reintroduction, I guess, and I feel like this needs to be added um, because I haven't. There's there's been some changes to my identity since last week, and I've been pondering this for many months now. But um, yeah, reintroduction. Hi, um, I'm Eli, my pronouns are he, him, I am transgender, and I am a romantic asexual. So, um, today we got some requests, uh, last week for talking about identities. So I thought we would, um, go through some of the main identities and some lesser known ones. And when I say we, I do mean me, as Charlie is not here. Um, so yeah. Let us let us continue with this. Um, I apologize for the laughing; it's like nervousness. Um, so I'm gonna go through some of the ones you've heard, probably just from our podcast, from me and Charlie introducing ourselves. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna start with asexual, as last week. Um, well, yeah, still this week, but um, me and Charlie both identify as this. So um. Asexual is when someone experiences little to no sexual attraction and they can experience romantic or um, aesthetic attraction but still no sexual attraction. So the thing that I feel a lot of people um, don't understand about asexuality is that people that are asexual can still have sex, it just means that they don't feel the attraction or need to. Uh, This is the same with aromantic as I recently come out as. Um, this is where they experience no romantic tra- attraction. Uh, once again, they can experience sexual or aesthetic attraction, but not romantic. Um, so they could still be in a relationship. It would just be like a bit awkward considering they don't feel that romantic attraction. I have no interest in this, by the way. Um, also, I want to quickly pop in here and talk about Ace Flux, as this is what I believe max you were gonna have on last week identifies as um because um ace flux is basically when their sexual attraction fluctuates so it generally stays on the asexual spectrum um they could feel very strongly asexual one day and then the next day they could be like okay yeah let's fuck (laughs) um i understand i'm not using proper terminology but you know you get the point I just want to address that because it's very lesser known. Um, demi-romantic, Charlie identifies as this. Um, it's when they don't experience romantic attraction until they've got like a connection with their partner. So this could either be um, the kind of 
connection where they're like, hey, um, I am, I feel like I'm going to experience romantic affection too, but let's get to know each other. Or it could be a platonic friendship that Charlie has with someone and then they can start to feel romantic attraction. So just as long as they have any kind of bond with the person, that's when they start to feel um, that kind of attraction. Sorry, I'm just trying to remember what Charlie uh, came out to you guys as. Oh, um, they said polyamorous, which they are. They have, they have a boyfriend and a possible partner. We're not going to get into all that right now. But Charlie is polyamorous, which means that essentially they can feel romantic slash sexual attraction. Well, they don't feel sexual attraction, but if they could... They feel that towards multiple people and they want to be in a relationship with multiple people. Now, there are different kinds of polyamorous relationships. There is like where everyone in the relationship is dating each other or the type of polyamorous relationship that Charlie is in where um, Charlie is dating their partner Jace and that is they are just the two of them in that relationship but Jace, who is polyamorous, is dating Chris. So Charlie and Chris are not together, but Charlie and Chris are both dating Jace. And um, I think that's one of the lesser known forms of polyamory is when two people aren't dating, but they're both dating the same person. I just wanted to address the different kinds of relationships um, that you guys can have there. And um, they identify as non-binary and use they them pronouns. Um, so non-binary is where they don't fall strictly with the category of male and female or quote-unquote binary genders. Um, it can also, non-binary can also be used as an umbrella term if you just don't fit the gender binary. But I think even a bigger umbrella term over non-binary is transgender, which I identify with. And Charlie also identifies with the umbrella term of transgender. So basically, simple as that, um, where a person doesn't identify with the sex they were assigned at birth. So I don't identify with female even though I was assigned female at birth. So I transitioned and I am male. Um, yeah. So that is that and I think now we're going to move on to just some of the basic, not basic but like the known sexualities and genders that you've probably heard of and I'm just gonna explain what they mean. Okay, so I'm going to start with the well-known sexualities and then I'm going to move on to the genders. So, um, let's just start with bisexual. Uh, you guys have probably heard, um, straight, gay, bisexual, which is the main ones. Um, I once had to take a, fill out a form from a business management class and the options for sexuality were heterosexual, gay slash lesbian, or bisexual, and I'm like, well, what do I put? Um, yeah, anyway, that's not important. Bisexual is where someone is attracted to two or more genders, so, um, it's inclusive of all genders, so they can, um, feel attracted to anyone from across the gender spectrum, so they can be attracted to non-binary, gender fluid, gender queer people, all of this, but the important part of bisexuality is they're attracted to two or more genders, without with or without a preference so you guys could feel a preference if you're bisexual or you might not um yeah then there is gay male um 
so that is just <sighs> I hate a lot of people thinking I don't want to say gay male but just gay I guess um it's when people who don't identify as women are attracted to people who don't identify as women so it's not strictly man and man it could be non-binary and non-binary or non-binary and man or gender fluid and non-binary or it just depends on your attraction so it's just non-women if you're attracted to non-women is all you need to be gay um lesbian is essentially the same but flipped so it is non-men loving non-men so this could be once again non-binary female gender fluid gender queer non-binary i said non-binary already <laughs> um yeah just anyone who isn't a man attracted to anyone who isn't a man then there is sorry i feel like i'm talking quite quickly and it's like take a break slow down <laughs> um omnisexual which is where a person is attracted to all genders or any gender while still having a preference so um what separates omnisexual to pansexual is that they're both attracted to all and any genders but um people who are omnisexual maintain having a preference whereas uh, a pansexual preference a pansexual person has no preference of gender um also fun fact uh the prefix for oh my god i cannot do my words today uh the prefix for pansexual pan um is actually latin for all so it's basically all sexual doesn't have much of a ring to it does it <laughs> um then there's also queer which once again is an umbrella term but it is for someone whose sexuality and gender is not strictly heterosexual or cisgender so if you guys are just like you just know you're not cishet which is cisgender heterosexual by the way uh you can just use the umbrella term queer so now let's move on to gender identities which is quite a big one and there's more and more gender identities coming into play and i think it just needs to be addressed because a lot of people are quite ignorant of that um let's just start with transgender as i said it's a person whose gender identity doesn't match what they were assigned at birth um so that could that is just an umbrella term for anyone who doesn't assign with what they were at birth and we've been over non-binary which is another umbrella term so um let's just go on to genderqueer because you guys hear me talking about genderqueer people a lot so um that's a person who feels they have a queer quote-unquote or not normal experience with their gender so this is either through um like how they identify or how they present so like they present like more masculine more feminine or other experiences of gender so this i hate this is often used interchangeably with non-binary um but yeah it's just if you guys don't have a normal relationship with gender you can just use the term genderqueer and you can still so let's say for example i was assigned female at birth and i use she her pronouns but um i just i feel I present really masculine and I feel different about my gender but I still want to use she her I could just use the term genderqueer so I just want to throw that out there because I use that term a lot gender fluid I also tend to use this <laughs> use this a lot um it's a person whose gender isn't fixed 
and you know moves fluidly so um if you imagine like a ruler or a number line if you guys use them or primary and one side is masculine and the other side is feminine they can go through different stages of this so um usually they say their pronouns vary um so this could be they could change daily they could change monthly their fluctuations have no specific time between them so just respect their pronouns if they're gender fluid and ask them their pronouns uh frequently uh demi girl and demi boy a demi girl is a person who partially but not wholly identifies as a woman or a girl um you can use whatever pronouns you want when you're a demi well obviously yeah pronouns don't equal gender so uh demi females or demi girls don't have to use she they they can use they them he they you can even use he him honestly or you can just yeah pronouns don't mean gender and then once again demi male is someone who partially but once again not wholly identifies as a man or a boy and last but not least i think you guys have probably heard more about this recently is agender um i know a few people who identify as it it is a person who identifies as not having a gender identity so it's different it's different to non-binary because they just feel like they don't fit the gender binary and they have the gender of being non-gender what that didn't even make sense they have like the gender identity of being non-binary an agender person just doesn't uh, identify with the gender so they may identify as just gender lacking or gender neutral or as just not having one so um once again that one as with any gender identity doesn't have a fixed pronoun uh you don't strictly use like they them for someone to say gender just ask them their pronouns and be cool about it <laughs> um so now we are going to dive into the lesser known gender and sexualities and i love doing this because i love helping you guys um with understanding this so we're going to move on to that now so um yes the lesser known sexualities and genders we are going to start with abrosexual which is what i told you guys i identified as it keeps changing because i was confused and now just don't want to do that with anyone um yeah so uh aprosexual means that your sexuality is fluid um it's or changeable um you can fluctuate between all of the sexualities or just a few and once again the timings doing these can vary you can days months years whatever weeks it just changes whenever you feel a change in it then there is what do we go to next um i'm just sorry i don't really know these off the top of my head um let's go for polysexual uh this one is kind of lesser known and i don't once again a lot of these are kind of criticized by um strictly gay or strictly lesbian people who are like oh it should have just stayed with gay lesbian and bisexual uh, they tend to criticize the neurosexualities because they have like internalized homophobia it's a whole thing <laughs> um we might go into internalized homophobia at some point but um polysexual is a person who is attracted to multiple but not all genders um this 
is where they could be attracted to strictly men and women, not non-binary people. They could be a, be a man who's attracted to female and non-binary people, but not men. So anything, they could just be attracted to multiple, but not all genders. Um, let's move on to sapphic, because I feel like you guys have heard of this, but probably don't quite know what it means. Uh, sapphic is a woman or woman-aligned person. Um, who is attracted to women or other women-aligned person and this is when it's um, acceptable to me to use the term WLW because um, you shouldn't use that for lesbians because that's anyone who doesn't identify as a man but sapphic is when it's okay to use this and I've only ever seen this written down so I'm so sorry if I pronounce this wrong but I think it's Achillean um, and it's basically the reverse of sapphic. It is a man or a man or a... Da, 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 da. <laughs> it is a man or a man-aligned person who is attracted to other men or man-aligned people. Also known as man-loving man, MLM. Yeah. And also, I went briefly over ace flux, but also there is aeroflux, which is a person who's romantic or... I'm so sorry. Um, a person whose romantic orientation fluctuates but generally stays on the aromatic spectrum so once again they could feel really strongly romantic one day and then the next day they could be like fuck yeah it's relationships romantic attraction woo uh this one's kind of difficult if you're in a relationship with being aeroflux because you know you could be like in a relationship with someone and it's really important to communicate with your partner when you use this term because your partner could feel really hurt they're like oh they're not attracted to me but they still are it just means that they are less they still love you the same amount it just means that they um yeah i don't quite know how to explain this but once again it's one of the ones where you just need to communicate with your partner over the fluctuations um so these ones i don't quite know how to feel about them they are, you guys are probably going to mock the names actually, they are finsexual, um, oh my screen just blacked out, sorry, they are uh, finsexual, minsexual and minsexual, they, that sounds quite funny and it was quite a funny mouthful to say, I don't quite know how I feel about these but this is more about, um, I'd say aesthetic attraction, it's more about the way people present, so finsexual is the exclusive attraction to those who are feminine in nature, F-I-N. Uh, this means pansexual people are attracted to women, feminine-aligned or feminine-presenting non-binary people, or potentially uh, feminine men, so they're just attracted to femininity. Um, Men-sexual is basically the same, but men so it is someone who's attracted to masculinity so men masculine aligned or masculine presenting people or potentially masculine women um remember whatever your gender identity is uh this person is attracted to how you present um so it's more about aesthetic attraction rather than uh sexual or romantic they're attracted to how you present i think i think I do apologise if I got that wrong, um, because I've never identified as this, or I don't know much about it, so please tell me if I'm getting it wrong. And once again, minsexual 
uh, those who are non-binary in nature or gender lacking in nature. Uh, so people who are androgynous, uh, they're attracted to anyone whose gender or presentation is androgynous. Um, so not strictly male or female. Sorry, I keep tripping up on my words here. <laughs> um, let's go for Neptunic, Uranic and Saturnic. Uh, they're all named after planets, which I think is pretty cool. I love, I love, um, uh, astrophysics. So I was trying to find the word. It's, I do like astrology too and star signs, but I think I'm more into astrophysics for the actual science of it. Uh, Neptunic is the attraction to women, feminine, non-binary people, uh, or neutral non-binary people. So it's kind of like lesbian for it's just the attraction, but you don't have to be, you could be a man and be Neptunic. So you could be attracted to women or feminine non-binary people or stuff like that, if that makes sense. I'm really just not doing my words well today. Uh, Uranic is the opposite of that. It is the attraction to men or masculine people. It could also be described as the attraction to all except women or feminine aligned people. Then Saturnic is slap bang in the middle of that. It is the attraction to androgynous aligned people. Um, it's mostly used by non-binary people to describe their attraction without relying on the gender binary. So they could say like, I, um, so if you're um, non-binary or don't strictly identify with gender, you could say you're homosexual because you're strictly attracted to uh, non-gender identifying people, if that makes sense. Um, but once again, if you guys feel like any of these please do your research uh because i am not a professional <laughs> um on this uh okay this took me a while but let's move on to lesser known uh gender identities um i'm going to move on to the fluxes so boy flux and girl flux um a boy flux is a person who identifies as male well somewhat male they can experience fluctuations so for example they may feel really strongly masculine and then the next day they might feel less masculine. Um, but they do tend to feel more on the masculine side. Um, it can be known as man flux or guy flux. But I think boy flux is the official term. I think I think it's girl flux. Um, but it's basically just the opposite of that. So it's where you can feel feminine. And then some days you can feel less feminine. But you still are. Do identify as like feminine. If that makes sense. Um, sorry, I'm just deciding what to, um, move on to next. Why don't we go for bi-gender? Because, um, I once had a partner who identified as this and I was quite confused <laughs> until I asked them what it meant. So, um, bi-gender is a person who identifies as two distinct genders. They may identify as both genders at once or they can switch between the two. So, um, you could identify as both male and female at the exact same time without feeling non-binary. Uh, so you can switch between that. You may use uh, she, her and he, him pronouns or, you know, whatever. Once again, pronouns do not mean gender. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just where you feel two distinct genders. I think I am out of... Oh, right, there's also demigender, which is... 
like demi girl and demi boy but it's a person who experiences only a partial connection to a specific gender identity um that made no sense but it's like you know how demi girls identify partially as a girl they only experience partial um attra- um partial identification with gender um many demi gender people also consider themselves to be non-binary but it just depends on how you choose to identify i think that is it for uh gender identities actually i think i'm just out of stuff to talk about would you look at that we have made it to the end of the identities um if i've missed anything or you guys want me to go go over anything else uh contact me i will leave both my tiktok and instagram uh somewhere in the description of this episode uh please do not hesitate to message me and just say hey you missed this or hey identify this this is what it means can you please go over it in another episode um hopefully we should be back to your reg re- the- 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 your regular scheduled podcasting and charlie should be in the next episode but i just wanted to upload today because due to you know mental health stuff um we didn't post uh over the weekend but yeah um that is it for the episode i think um sorry i just took a pause from filming um to get some water and all that I've been sitting here for about half an hour planning out the episode and then another half hour filming it. Wow, my neck just cracked so much from, you know, having sat there for an hour. Um, <laughs> you guys didn't need to know that, but um, it's a kind of chill podcast, so we kind of just talk about whatever. Uh, yeah, this is the end and capping off the podcast. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, it's important to us that you guys get your views on it and all that and this isn't just strictly me and charlie's podcasts it belongs to our friends and most importantly it belongs to you guys we want you to be a part of it so um yeah please do not hesitate to contact us hopefully everything should be in the description and yeah um i love you all your identities are all valid and yeah see you guys in the next episode bye